You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hey there, welcome back to Positively Anti-Inflammatory. It's episode 81, and today we're talking about why calories don't count, why counting calories is BS. I'm going to dispel the outdated and false notion of the calories in, calories out diet for weight loss. I'll share my personal story of dieting and counting calories and my experience of letting go of those obsessive thoughts around weight and food. And I'm going to talk about how while calorie restriction may be effective for weight loss in the short term, it's not healthy mentally, emotionally, or physically, nor is it realistic for the long term. And I will share what you can, what, what you can do instead to form a supportive, peaceful, and healthy relationship with food and your body. In last week's episode, episode 80, Don't Fear Fat, I mentioned that I do not count calories, nor do I track macros. And if you're unfamiliar, that's short for macronutrients. I do not weigh my food. In my experience, this kind of tracking can perpetuate unhealthy diet culture, obsession with food, eating disorders, and can have a negative impact on your health and your emotional health, your mental health, your relationship with food and body image. And this is something that I personally experienced in my teens and in my 20s when I was dealing with eating disorders. So for me, letting go of food obsession, learning to let go of counting calories and not concerning myself with that or with the fat content of food was freeing. When I taught myself how to nourish myself and Learn when I learned to listen to my body's messages around hunger and fullness and even cravings, it's been liberating and empowering. So, if you're someone who could use some or you know, some some support around that, or if you're someone who has dealt with issues around food and weight loss and judgment around that, then you are in the right place. So a few months ago, a friend of mine was telling me how she wanted to lose weight. And she said something like, yeah, well, it's calories in, calories out. And I was like, and it really got me thinking, wow, this is something I need to address and talk about on Positively Anti-Inflammatory because we've been taught that calories are the be-all, end-all with weight loss and with health. And that's just simply not the case. So then I was thinking back to the first time that I went on a diet and started counting calories. And oh my God, I was in fifth grade. I was in fifth grade. And I have a clear memory of sitting. It's so bizarre that I have this memory imprinted in my brain, but I have this clear memory memory of sitting in the lunchroom and this image in my memory of exactly where I was sitting at this long table with my classmates. And I had written up my my schedule of food, of what I was going to eat of foods for that week for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, all within low calorie range. And I remember sharing it with the other kids and talking about my plan to lose weight. And I was like, what, 11 years old? Did I need to lose weight? Absolutely not. 
The sad thing is, I remember the other girls were on board with me, and unfortunately, I was not the only one who was counting calories and wanting to lose weight. And I actually... I was thinking about this and I don't remember what my parents thought and I and I don't think that I told them that that I was doing this. So, but I shared it with my friends. So, yeah, I was a product of 80s diet culture and succumbed to body image issues and felt the need to lose weight at such a young age. It's so sad, but it's a true reality and experience for many of us. And in today's episode, my main focus is going to explain why counting calories isn't helpful and how counting calories is BS because it can be hurtful, harmful, and detrimental to your health and well-being, and it really honestly does not matter. So I want to ask you, what are your thoughts about calories? Well, first... The idea that calories are the most important part of our diet is wrong. We've been taught the calories in, calories out model, which says that in order to lose weight, you need to cut calories. And this diet you know, solely focuses on how many calories are consumed and how many are metabolized then through exercise. So this calories in, calories out diet works off the idea that all calories are created equal, which is outdated and scientifically disproven. It fails to take into account how calories affect your body, but you know, we need to remember that our bodies aren't machines and calorie counts have nothing to do with the nutritional content of the food. Different calorie sources have vastly different and varying effects on your blood sugar levels, your insulin levels, your, I'm like pounding my, my hand into my fist, your gut health, your digestion, and your hunger hormones. There is so much more that goes on in our digestion and metabolism metabolism, and absorption of calories than a number on a package could tell you or the number of calories in a cup of broccoli that Google, that Google or your app tells you what, what it is. So yeah, all calories are not created equal. They are not metabolized equally. You know, like 100 calories of a sweet potato is not metabolized the same as 100 calories of Oreos. Nor does the the nutritional content, as you know, is just like so different. And calories from different foods have different effects on fullness, insulin response, how your individual body processes carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, and your metabolic energy expenditure. So where your health is concerned, it is way more important to consider the types of food we eat, the quality of our our food, rather than be concerned about calories. For example, Let's take a bowl of cereal. Let's take a bowl of raisin bran for breakfast versus an omelet with veggies. Okay, there's a huge difference here. (laughs) Cereal has a lot less calories than an omelet, but does it mean it's a better breakfast? Hells no. Raisin bran is basically just wheat and sugar. I looked it up and, you know, and I just have to say, side note, it pisses me off that, and I grew up with this, okay? (laughs) I'm American. I grew up with this, that we are trained to believe that breakfast needs to be sweet and carby. And it's 
literally. And and don't get me wrong. I I'm not always, you know, eating the omelet for breakfast. But when we think about how we've been impacted by <laughs> the food and in- the food industry and just our culture of consumerism and ugh, it's just it's horrific. So going back to the, you know, raisin bran versus omelet, most people would, you know, I mean, you know, choosing a bowl of cereal is quick and let's go. And it's what we've been we've been taught, you know, in the commercials growing up. But cereals like Raisin Bran are processed food with additives and they're crappy carbohydrates that are quickly burned and they spike blood sugar, which adds to frequent hunger and energy crashes throughout the day. It perpetuates blood sugar imbalance and hormone imbalances. But hey, maybe you're eating your raisin bran with local grass-fed, <laughs> unpasteurized whole milk, which has a ton of vitamins and healthy fats. So that's helpful. But even still, I recommend ditching those crappy processed cereals. And then on the other hand, for breakfast, if we're thinking like a veggie omelet, it's filled with a variety of nutrients from the healthy protein and fats, carbohydrates from the vegetables that will keep you satiated for longer and not give you an energy crash or a blood sugar spike. But an omelet with veggies has a lot more calories than than and, and fat than raisin bran. So, you know, how what we've been trained and what we learned it can be confusing. So which do you choose? And the truth is nutrition nutrition as you know, can be complicated and it can leave us feeling confused and searching for easy answers and quick fixes. So yeah, counting calories can also give us a sense of control. And sure, calories play a role in health and weight and counting calories might work as a short-term fix. But in reality, it's simply not sustainable, nor is it practical. And over time, it can really mess with our mental health and well-being, contributing to food obsession and overwhelm, guilt and stress. Counting calories puts us in a restrictive diet mentality, which can lead to feelings of deprivation, you know, feeling deprived. And and this could lead to binge eating or obsessive thoughts or cravings. And that can lead to feelings of shame or guilt and Judgment is just this vicious, unhealthy cycle. Plus, fixating on calories puts us out of touch. It keeps us out of touch with our body. It keeps us disconnected from our actual hunger and prevents a genuine relationship with our bodies and our relationship, you know, a genuine relationship with food. Because when you're preoccupied with counting calories, you're detached from your body's internal cues of hunger, fullness, and satisfaction. So, you know, let's say if you're counting calories and, oh, you reach the limit for the day, but you're starving, and then you don't, you know, nourish, you don't eat anything. It's like, that's messed up. That's BS. You know, we need to recognize that some days we will be naturally we will naturally be hungrier. We will need more food than other days. I want to give you another personal example. When I was in my 20s, um, you know, Diet Coke and Diet, you know, light, light fat-free yogurt were in 
a part of my, you know, daily diet. But I was at a point that I wanted to heal my relationship with food and heal my relationship with body and that food obsession and let go of those, those negative detrimental thoughts around body image and food and all of that. And I distinctly remember making the decision to stop drinking Diet Coke. And then if I was going to have pop, yes, I've mentioned this before, I grew up in Minnesota, if I was going to pop or soda, whatever you want to call it, that it would be regular, not diet. And I decided to stop eating that light fat-free yogurt and only eat full-fat yogurt because I knew that these, these diet foods were totally messing with my mental health, and that impacted my physical health. And then when I made the switch, and maybe you've experienced this, when I made the switch, you know, to full-fat yogurt and regular, you know, pop soda... It really helped me shift my thoughts away from restriction and restricting myself. And also, and you could have experienced this as well, if you've, you know, changed different, you know, from processed to non-processed foods or from, you know, faker, more artificial foods to, you know, not, um, although, you know, Coke is not the, <laughs> not uh, anyway, whatever. But so your taste buds adapt and change. So it's like when I switched from those fake chemicals, like aspartame to real sugar and like a healthy fat in the yogurt, I felt more full and I act and I could taste the difference. And I went, when I would go back and taste like a sip of someone's diet Coke or like a light yogurt, it was so disgusting to me because I could taste those chemicals. Man, it's so interesting. And, you know, so that was back in the 90s. And, you know, if you've been following along, you know that I've made so many other dietary and nutrition changes since then. And, you know, but for me, the calorie counting thing was was very real for many years. And I finally had enough with it. And I taught myself to let go because I knew counting calories was BS. I knew how harmful it was on my mental health and just my overall well-being. So forget the calories, counting them as BS. Instead... I am going to give you four tips for incorporating healthier eating into your life and cultivating a more sustainable, supportive relationship with food into your life experience. So the first one is is cook at home. Yeah, cook. That's right. (laughs) Cook at home using high quality, wholesome, real foods. If you haven't listened to episode 62, check out um, Stuck in a Food Rut, how to, up-level, how to Uplevel Your Health and Your Life with Food Diversity. And then number two, stay away from processed foods. Stay away from foods that contain artificial flavors, hydrogenated oils, emulsifiers. These foods can drive your body to consume more. They cause inflammation and weight gain and just a whole, like, they impact gut health. They just caught, they're just, they ain't good, okay? Number three, think about how what you eat makes you feel. Is the food really satisfying? 
does what you're eating keep you full or does it leave you wanting to snack like an, after an hour? Does it give you sustained energy or do you have an energy crash? So just thinking about, I remember when I was eating that, you know, the diet um, yogurt, I would still be hungry. It's just crazy. And and I just didn't get it. I was so just wrapped up and I didn't understand. And then when I switched to the, the regular full fat yogurt, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, there you go. But now I don't eat dairy, but then there's full fat coconut <laughs> yogurt for me. So anyway, think about how what you're eating is making you feel. Check out episode 25, Becoming Friends with Food. That is a great episode to listen to if this is a relationship you're looking to mend. And then number four, let go of judgment and practice tuning into your body's needs. Trust yourself and your body to know what foods are healing, beneficial, and nutritious for you. So many of us are concerned with the number of calories calories on the package or on our plate and how that impacts the numbers on the scale. But when you shift your mindset and your thoughts around food and develop a peaceful and nurturing relationship with yourself and your body, this like just just like every your health and your well-being just becomes more naturally balanced your weight becomes more naturally balanced and you you observe and experience a shift a healthy shift in your mental emotional and physical health and well-being i love teaching my clients to create a harmonious relationship with food and with their body it's amazing and that's that's truly what counts that's truly what counts. So thanks for joining me today. And if you need guidance and support on this, you know that I'm here for you. You can connect with me through my website. It's thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's thewellnessheadquarters.com. And I'm wishing you a healthy, safe, BS-free week. (laughs) And until next time, say something nice to yourself, slow down when you eat, and say yes rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide to get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide.